0: Recording. Go ahead. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, happy to be back and uh, do the first proper video cast podcast. I'm sure going re- we're going to improve it over time. The last one I did was just a basic intro and it was just to get things going. And now we have our first episode. And uh, this episode is going to be focused on how to get started, which is one of the things that I get asked uh, most often. And people always want to know, how do I get started? If it's with starting a new business or there's other things that they they want to get going with. Um, And the key to getting started is, in my opinion, is not to be in the perfect place with the perfect product and the perfect people. I think it's to just get started. Um, and there's two ingredients that need to be present as long as you have consistency. So once you get started, you're able to attend to whatever you started on a consistent basis. And secondly, you focus on doing effective work instead of busy work. And so we'll come back to that, and we're going to talk about both of those things. But um, one of the things that uh, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about first was in me starting this podcast, videocast, the first episode was just very crude, and, and not to say this one's perfect, and I'm sure uh, we're going to have lots of things to improve upon, but I didn't want to wait to have the perfect setup with the perfect video and the perfect audio and the perfect um, setting to get started. I just wanted to force myself to get started, and I knew I'm going to force myself to come back to it and have a consistent approach and put in consistent time. So in me doing that first video, which was just my phone sort of propped up and trying to get the the basic, you know, video out there, um, I ended up getting 200 and some odd views, which I know is not that that, that much really in the grand scheme of things with, with videos going, you know, hundreds of millions and millions of views, but a lot of great things came out of it. I got some great feedback and I found a very young, talented, gentleman who was willing to and eager to join me and be my producer which is something that I was looking for anyways. So now I have a new partner and a producer in this who's also on the line with us whose name is Feridun and I'm going to ask him to introduce himself a little bit and tell you guys about himself a little bit. And one of the best things about having Feridun part of the show is that Feridun represents very much the target audience that I talk to. Now hopefully this um these video cast podcasts will have you know a large mass appeal but ultimately a lot of the, in the individuals that i meet with that sort of inspired this video cast podcast are young adults Um, sort of in the university uh, range, you know, the 20 to 25, sort of age, you know, 18 to 25, that kind of age range. And uh, Feridun is right in that range. And so that'll hopefully uh, make it interesting for us to have some conversations back and forth. So before I dive into my thoughts on getting started, I wanted to ask Feridun to to give you guys a little bit of an intro on who he is um, and uh, why and what interested him in joining this podcast and working on this with me. So,
1: uh, hey, uh, my name is Ferdun. I'm a fifth-year university student at the University of Calgary. I'm an English major. And uh, yeah, so Ali is my cousin. Um, He lives in Toronto. I live in Calgary. And I saw his first episode, uh, the intro video, which we're now titling episode zero. And I thought that wow, this is a great idea. I think this will be great. I think people really need to hear this stuff. And Ali is coming from a place of experience. And so I thought that why not try and help make the message clearer, more digestible, and just kind of create the platform for you to kind of spread the word and talk about what you want to talk about. And so because I'm knowledgeable in all the technical stuff, I thought I'd partner up and I'd become the producer and just kind of help you get all this stuff out there, put those episodes out there.
0: And you so I'm know, to have you on board, Feridun. Thank you very much. So it, it's also I should mention, uh, even though Feridun is my cousin and I've known him since he was born, um, he lives in Calgary. I live in Toronto, and you know, we we see each other maybe once or twice a year here and there for a few hours. But there's no you know ongoing discussions between us. There hasn't been. And by me actually getting started, forcing myself to take that first step and just going, even though it wasn't the perfect video with the perfect audio, um, all of a sudden it reaches Ferdun and he joins me. And now I have a, a much better place to get started and, and put, do, do, do the videos and do the uh, audios in a much better way. So had I not started... Um, I wouldn't have been able to find Thayadun. So that's the thing. The the key to getting started is to just get started. But going back to what I was saying, the consistency, I really think, is the key. It is so important that whatever, if it's you want to learn a new language, if it is you want to start exercising, you want to start studying, um, or if you want to start a business, you have to have a routine, a consistency with which you come back and attend to it um of course depending on what you're trying to do you need to adjust how much effort you put in so for me this podcast for example is something that i really want to do and i enjoy it but i only need to um, you know maybe put in an hour or two hours a week um in order to do this uh, for now at least anyways uh, versus my my You know, business where I spend at least 10 to 12 hours a day, six days a week. So it's a different kind of consistency. The podcast isn't going to take as much from me as my business does, but it is the key to moving things forward. The second thing is about doing effective work. So a lot of times you'll see people create busy work. So let's say if you want to learn squash, you can start to watch every squash video there is. You can start to buy every piece of equipment. You can start to um, visualize all the games you're going to play and think about how you're going to hold the racket. But it really is probably just going to be better if you get on the court and play squash. And it's okay if your racket's not the best racket. You probably don't need it. It's okay if you don't have the greatest grips. It's okay if you don't have the fancy headband. It just... Get on the court and play. And if you put in, you know, the consistent effort of 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever, a day or a week or depending on what you're doing, you're going to get far. And that's something that I find people really underestimate. Like, you do get quite far doing you know 15 minutes or 20 minutes of work every day on something it really just gets you quite far you think oh, 15 minutes a day and it's actually harder than most people think a lot of times I meet with students um, and I'll tell them hey man pick something and just do it for five minutes a day if it's to read something or or if it's to do you know five minutes, Worth of push ups and sit ups, or something, something that's a little bit challenging, obviously, outside of what you date your routine. But take an extra five minutes a day and do it. And I find that a lot of people have a challenging time actually committing to the five minutes a day, or whatever the consistency of it is. So it's not, it sounds easy in theory, but keeping it up is critical. And that's something that I've really used quite a bit in my own life. Um, whatever I've wanted to accomplish, the consistency has been critical to it. it, it I, I've never had the perfect start, but I've had the consistency and I've moved it along. Um, so with that, actually, uh, Feridun and I were talking and one of the conversations that came up, because he, he doesn't really know, and he goes, well, how did you guys get started with your business? Um and so I I mentioned to Fre- Feridun that hey maybe we can keep this conversation just just talk about it over the podcast because it's probably something that I should explain anyways, um so I'll get I'll I'll, I'll go into that a little bit and then uh, I'm gonna turn it to Feridun. if if you have any questions feel free to interrupt sure you, sure uh, so yeah I just think it's um,
1: important to mention how you guys started how old you were, what was the impetus and all of that, just to give
0: everybody an introduction. Yeah, and, and I'll be happy to do that. And and at the same time, you'll see it, it ties well into what I was just saying earlier. So when we got started, I was actually exactly 22, your your Which age, yeah, and uh, you know, we, We had an idea that uh, my partner and I were both programmers. We had an idea that we can do some programming within the financial industry, quite frankly, because we knew there's money in the financial industry. Um, uh, But we had no connections, no affiliations, no backing or anything else. So I took a list of all the Ontario Securities Commission's uh, OSC has a list of uh, registered uh, firms. Um, and I started calling them and I told them, hey, I, I cold calling them just, hey, I want to build this uh, platform that you guys could use. And most people would just listen for like 10 seconds. They're like, what the fuck is this kid talking about and hang up on me and they just, oh, you're wasting my time. But as we went through the list and we cold called and cold and we made hundreds of cold calls. Two firms said, yeah, sure let's see what you're doing. I mean, we're gonna build it for them for free and they were gonna test it out and tell us what they thought of it. So that's how we got started. Um, We really had none of the necessary ingredients. I mean, if, if I can just put it into context, uh, context: We in our system, there's over two thousand reports. There's hundreds of points of connectivities. There's hundreds of screens. It's a pretty large system. It's obviously, you know, um, sophisticated when it comes to you know managing wealth and 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 the the accounting and the complexities that goes along with that. But when we started, we had an idea that we're going to build five or six reports and go from there. And and that sort of just taking it in that small. St- easy step helped us actually get in and from there we started building it slowly every day every day every day and that was the key we just put in an enormous amount of effort and we really did put you know 10 12 hours a day every day and we started working on this thing and just kept going with it Um, taking the feedback from the clients keep furthering our work and go back and forth and from there you know gradually things took off and gradually we started to find our groove and get more clients and you know fast forward now um you know we have uh, clients all across canada we're we're pretty dominant in our space um you know hundreds thousands of users a hundred and over you know 100 billion dollars runs through the platform etc cetera, etc cetera. but we couldn't think about this moment um, when we got started. We couldn't think about creating 2,000 reports when we got started. We couldn't even think about our first few reports being perfect. It was about getting started. Um, the, the founder of LinkedIn famously, I'm paraphrasing here, but he famously said, if you're not embarrassed by your first release, you probably launched too late. And that's, that's the truth, that you can't wait for that perfect start, you just need to get started. Um, and as long as you have consistent effort pushing things forward, it goes a long way. Um, so that's, that's how we got started. And uh, I mean, uh, I can get into details of who we deal with and, and uh, our clients and whatnot. But I don't know if it's necessary for, for this podcast. But if you're interested, and I'll go into it a little bit. Um, but if there's anything else you want to know, just just ask me and I'll jump into that before we continue on.
1: If you could just, in layman's terms, kind of explain what it is that you do. Just so that people have better context as to who you are.
0: Sure, man. So um, there's certain companies um, that are, you know, if you want to get specific, are called discretionary wealth managers. These are companies that take discretion over your money if you choose to give you give them your money, and they manage it for you. They invested in stocks and bonds and various other financial instruments. Um, these companies need to have a platform to keep track of all the money, do all the accounting, do all the reporting, do all the compliance, the regulatory, the performance measurement, um, all the, you know, there's there's a lot of um, details that goes into trading and calculating fees and all that. So that is a, all of that is what our platform, our system provides to our clients and enables them as a firm to manage hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars. Um, so the, the money that these firms manage are either money that belongs to wealthy individuals or money that belongs to institutions, pension plans, um, funds, and, and, and any other sort of wealth that, that technically needs to be managed. So that's probably as simple as I can make it, but while giving you some decent detail and context.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and then the next natural question would be, why start this podcast, and kind of explain what you mean by the title, Life's Golden Nuggets.
0: <laughs> um, I always use that term, golden nuggets, because as you go along, and I mean, it's not like, I, I'm not saying I invented the term, but you, you can't come, come to these little golden nuggets you find in life. Like You realize these little tips and tricks, and you come across these um, ideas that help you shape your mindset and help you. Once you shape your mindset, it allows you to achieve more. So look, you are at the center of everything that you do, and you are your mindset. And And I'll and I'll explain what I mean by that. But uh, if you think about it, you if you have a heart replacement and they put a fake heart in it for you, you're still you. Um, if you have a prosthetic arm or a leg, you're still you. When you cease to be you is when you don't have your your mind anymore, your brain anymore. So you you are your mindset. And if you can control your mindset and if you can improve your mindset and if you can strengthen your mindset, then you're gonna inevitably make yourself into the best version of yourself. So one of the, th- the, the, the big reasons why I started this podcast is because I've learned a lot of lessons going along in building this business from literally nothing ground up um, to, to the business it is today. And also in my personal life and relationships, I've learned a ton. And so when I sit across the table with younger individuals who are just about to embark on that journey, there's a lot of tips that I can give them that that could hopefully potentially help them along with their own journey. Um, and it, that was really the catalyst. I mean, I, 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 I think I, I mentioned this in the first video, but um, I, I had uh, a number of engagements at at various universities where I spoke and I got to meet a lot of university students. And I was uh, humbled and, and surprised to an extent by the reception that I got. And, and so many students reached out to me um, and wanted to come and meet with me and talk to me. And when we'd sit down, they would ask these kinds of questions. Well, I want to do this and that. And how do I get started? Or um, I have this problem in in this business that I'm trying to build. Or I'm, I have this problem with uh, with my school and with my parents and so forth. All things that I've sort of faced myself over the past 15, 20 years. So it just became natural for me to talk about these things. And the more I talked about it, the more I thought, "May, hey, you know, if this ends up benefiting someone why not let's put it online and and hopefully it 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 might you know come come someone might come across it that will help them along some of the you know challenges they're facing and that'd be great and and one of the big things is i i'm really hoping that this will end up being an interactive experience so the audience um who's interested in in reaching out to us asking questions participating i would love to have that too and Um, On top of that, I have a number of awesome guests that I'm going to invite on um, and we're going to talk to them. And so I've been fortunate in going through the life and collecting, uh, you know, these golden nuggets, these experiences um and a lot of the people that we can have on the show will will be able to share their own experiences and some of the great, you know, golden nuggets, if you will, that they've collected over time. Um so that's why I sort of started this video cast podcast and that's why I named it the way that I did.
1: Okay. That's perfect. Um okay. I think that's all for what I wanted to ask. Is there anything perfect. you wanted to add? So-
0: yeah, no, no. So we can get back to, to the two things that I was talking about. One was the consistency. So going back to the whole, you know, we're going into, into a few different things. We're talking about the podcast. This episode is about getting started. And I mentioned how you don't really, in my opinion, you don't need to have the perfect start. You just need to get started. And the two key elements are consistency. And uh, the second is effective work. So I'm just going to touch on that a little bit more and explain it a little bit more. And and hopefully that'll make my my point clear. So in being consistent and putting in routine effort, you really will push things quite a bit forward. So think about it as as the alternative is let's say you want to start again going back like squash was an example I used or if it's music or if it's learning a language It doesn't matter in any of those things if you put in, or definitely a business, if you put in 80 hours one week and then just stop, what's going to happen? Nothing. But if you put in an hour or two hours a week every week, as time goes by, that time starts to accrue and you start to get better and better and better. And as you get better and better and better, you're gonna be able to um, leverage your understanding and leverage the world you got exposed to and learn even more. So let me explain that too. Let's say you wanna to learn to play, again, the squash. If you just get started and put in a bit of effort and get on the court, day one you may not know what the perfect racket is or what your shoes to wear or this or that, but it doesn't matter, you get started. As you get started, you're gonna play against a bunch of people once you start playing against them, you're gonna learn from them. From them, you might be able to get an introduction to a great coach. From a great coach, you might end up learning more and more and understanding and going forward past that point. Whereas if you just wanna sit back and do every bit of research and give yourself the chance to get started in the most perfect way, you're probably not even gonna get started because there's never an end to how much you need to learn and how much you need to know. You just really need to get started with things, and don't worry about the perfection so much as a, as a, as being concerned with the consistency and move, putting in effort. Does that make sense? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, of course. And the second part of this is the idea of doing effective work. Now, we've all gone to school with people who do this, and i um, you don't use this because I've I always find it. I always found it funny because I started this business while i was still in university because i did school part-time because i was working the whole time when i was 22 and i started this i was still in university and i worked 70 80 hours a week at this business like this wasn't something that was oh if it happens it happens if it doesn't no i was in this thing and i meant to make it work like there was no like half-assing it it was all in so I would put in 70, 80 hours a week, every week. And people who knew me at the time can can testify to that. So it left very limited time for me to do school. And I was doing software engineering at UFD, which was extremely difficult, especially at the time. There was, yeah, everybody wanted to get into it. And so one of the, it became important for me to study effectively. I couldn't just spend 50 hours studying. So I had this this gentleman that I went to school with, and um, he would take the textbooks and read them and as he read them he would highlight them then he would go through the highlights and take notes off the highlights then with the different <laughs> color highlighters by the way then he would read the notes that he made off the highlights and he would put them on those little cue cards and then read the- and i was i was the first time i saw him do this i thought my god man this guy is going to kill the exam like he's book it's just highlighted left to right um he's got all these notes and sub notes and references and i thought my god he's gonna kill it and all i'm doing just reading the book frantically trying to learn as much as i can and i get on the exam and i did significantly better nice. i'm ashamed to say or i'm proud to say um and i did better but- <laughs> i think that, that highlights your point perfectly sorry That highlights the point
1: perfectly of the busy work versus the effective work.
0: It doesn't matter if you spend four hours highlighting the book and then another five hours transcribing notes do the work that yields the most results. I see these people all the time, they get started with a business. I've had people come to me, they wanna start a car wash business, they wanna start a landscaping business, software business, they wanna start personal training businesses, all kinds of businesses I get approached with younger individuals who wanna start. And they always say, how do I get started? I'm gonna read this and study this and find this marketing material and do this. No, you need to sell. If you want to start a business, the key is to sell. Cold call. Go find clients. You want to start a landscaping business? Go knock on doors. Don't create this nonsense, busy work. Oh, I got to find the perfect t-shirt with the perfect logo. And I've got to make sure that my lawnmowers are all the same color. And I have... That's bullshit. No client's going to care if you have the perfect lawnmower with the perfect color. And they're all, you know nicely stacked with the same coordinated you know, uh, scheme of just get started. Go knock on a bunch of doors, find a bunch of clients, and get going. Do effective work. Don't create busy work for yourself. And this is where you need to be honest with yourself. Are you creating busy work or are you doing honest, effective work? If you allow yourself a consistent approach to whatever it is you want to do, and do effective work in that time, I assure you, you can get far with it. Whereas if you are not consistent and you just do busy work, it's probably not gonna get anywhere. It's up to you to decide how much time is required. So you have to gauge that consistency. So again, me and this podcast, I don't need to spend 50 hours a week on it. No. I read, my, my, my normal reading, my normal day-to-day life gives me the material that I need to speak to, that I want to speak about. I, I make, you know, brief notes as I go along and I, and I come across something that I think would make a good episode. And then you and I spend what an hour just doing the recording and it's it. But with my business, I spend you know, 70, 80 hours a week because that's what I require, but I am able to do both of those things consistently. I'm able to give the hour or two hours that I need to the podcast and I'm able to give the 70 hours that I need to my business. And with the gym, it's probably around six to seven hours a week. And uh, with, with, with you know anything else that you want to do, it's important you decide how much time are you going to give it and make sure you do it consistently. And when you're doing it, make sure you're effective. If you're going to put in 10 minutes a day and read, that's okay. You can read a lot of books, reading ten minutes a day. Just make sure you're doing but it ten minutes a day. Minutes. Yeah, but but read in those ten minutes. Don't be thinking about all the other stuff. Don't just read half a page and reread it again, or just skim through things. Not and you didn't really understand what what you just read. Make sure you're doing things effectively, and you make sure you're doing it with a purpose. So. If you want to start a business, get started, put in the time that you need to put in every day, every week, allow the consistency of your effort to accrue over time and build something great. And as long as you're willing to do effective work and don't do just busy work, right. I assure you, you're going to get far. For sure. So this podcast was was a simple one that we, we just did on getting started, but a lot of things came out of this that we're going to come back to. One is the consistency, which we're going to talk about quite a bit through many of the episodes. Um, the idea of being effective is also critical, but one of the th- my, my favorite words is focus. Um, and that's another thing that's a byproduct of doing effective work. And those are all things that we're going to talk about in future episodes. But I'm trying to be mindful of the time and, uh, and maybe I think we can end it for the, today's, yeah. uh, today's uh, episode. And then we're going to come back and do a few more. We've got a few good uh, guests lined up too. And um, before uh, we wrap it up, there's one other thing that I want to talk about. And it's that when people get started, one of the things that they're afraid of the most is the idea of failing. And that's one of the excuses they use to procrastinate and not get started. And in fact, because they're so afraid that if they get started, they might fail. And if they fail, they have to face that failure that they create this busy work and they don't actually do effective work because they want to fool themselves into thinking they're working, but they're really not. So I don't want to make it overly complicated. And again, we're going to come back to all of this, but that's something that we're going to talk about and that idea that the failure as i'm sure people have heard before is there really is no failure you can either succeed or learn a lesson and then do it better the next time there there really should be no fear of failure as long as you're willing to continue Um, now again we're going to talk extensively about these things but failure is part of the journey and really, it's the best learning experience any one of us have. There's not one person who's ever built a successful business without failures, um, me included. And there's not one person who's ever done anything worthwhile in their lives uh, without failure. So that's going to be a key episode that we're going we're gonna to have some great discussions on. But don't be afraid get started, put consistent effort in, and as you do, make sure you make it count. Don't waste your time doing busy busy work. Be effective. Go out there and be great.
1: All right. I think you summed that up perfectly.
0: Perfect. Uh, and I'm really excited to start this journey, man. Me too. I'm glad we got started. Maybe it's not perfect, but it's a start and we'll make it better as we go along. Exactly. Good to have you on, uh, on, on the podcast, my man. Good to be here, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.